What's up, Riley? Do you want to answer a question? Uh, I mean, I'd rather record a podcast. No, but no, I guess you, I, I, <laughs> I guess I can re- answer a question. I feel like I'm on the spot. What's up? You are answering a question by answering the question. Yeah. Uh, electric Gaunt at Electric Little Lightning Bolt Emoji writes in and says, "Pick a person. Pick a person. What trophy prompts challenges should they bring to go on the trophy show?" And the question I wanted to ask before going into here is. Do you know what Drawfee is, Andrew? Um, it is a YouTube channel that draws yeah. things. Yes. Do you only know that base information because they did spoilers for Magic the Gathering? Uh, no, I actually know it from Pokemon stuff. Um, but 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 basically, I've I've seen mm-hmm. a bit of Drawfee. Gotcha. So the conceit, yeah, it, they do draw things. They 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 show up. Every episode, they have a new thing they're going to do. Like, we're going to uh, put Pokedex entries through uh, Google Translate and give those out to one of the artists, and they're going to draw what they think that Pokemon looks like. Or stuff mm-hmm. like that, you know? Or we'll right. all draw the same character prompt, or something like that. Oftentimes, okay. they have guests that come on, and they have their own things, because they can't draw, but they're like, oh, like I've brought a topic. Like, draw... um like draw magic the gathering spoilers or Mm -hmm. draw a draw a kingdom hearts character without seeing them and so what i want to ask you is andrew if you were approached by three artists four artists who sat next to you and said andrew we wish to draw and we need a prompt from you what would your prompt be um okay and this is we want this to be something where they have to imagine the character that is probably known to the audience but not in a way they they don't we don't want to just tell them like hey draw an electric rodent and they go oh okay mm-hmm. and then draw a pikachu and you go yeah you got it that's pikachu yeah we the, want the... yeah we, we want something we... that is vague enough that they can take ideas mm-hmm. and move with it but specific mm-hmm. enough that they should have something to grab onto yeah so we want like the blood stars beast also known as the thirsty beast is a boss in Bloodborne. Sure. This malformed mm-hmm. beast had all of its skin peeled off its back, making for a truly gruesome sight. Capable of extremely quick and agile attacks, this erratic and unpredictable enemy is a truly formidable foe. And that is right. that is it. But then they draw what they think that means. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, and I imagine I've played Bloodborne. I doubt they're going to like land on exactly the, the, what that creature looks like, because boy howdy is it a weird one. Mm-hmm. Um, hmm. They've gotten close before. They did uh, Love Actually characters as Dark Souls bosses. And (laughs) 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 there's very, there's some good shit in there. 
The problem is you've already mentioned magic cards and Pokemon in this description and Dark Souls, uh, mm-hmm. which goes my usual sources of like obscure characters and phenomena. Um, so I'm going to check something real quick and we'll see if it works. Gotcha. I am at the ready. I'm sitting. I'm rubbing my little hands together. I'm excited to see like a raccoon waiting for another raccoon to throw uh, a burger out of the trash. I've picked up a couple of these things that I think will work for this. Uh, Riley, this is going to tie in well to someone who also wrote in and just said, do the podcast equivalent of Drawfee. Um, so I think they've seen you tweeting about it. Uh, but <laughs> if, they have... see, if they see me tweeting about do the podcast equivalent of Drawfee, I have good news. Go check out Never Believe It. <laughs> Continue. <laughs> um, so here's what I'm going to do. Uh, I'm going to read you entries from uh, the One Piece wiki uh, that just <laughs> describe abilities and powers of people that have eaten fucked up devil fruits. Um, so I'm just going to read you the thing, a description of this character, and then like the first paragraph of what they can do with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, as a former member of Baroque Works officer agents, Mr. Five has plenty of confidence in his abilities and is respected, if not outright feared, among the lower tier agents of Baroque Works. He's not without flaws, however, because he has a tendency to overestimate his own abilities and underestimate the capabilities of his opponents. So that's kind of the vibe, right? I'm picturing in my head. I I already have this character. I have this character of what they look like. Okay. This is a, uh, they have like a suit on, right? It's like a suit that is open to show uh, no shirt underneath. They're shredded, of course. Um, They have like that kind of like short haircut that some of those one piece characters have that's like mm-hmm. uh it's not like close to the head but it is like you know coming off a little bit messy they're wearing sure. a fedora cocked to the head cocked to the side pushed down they have a a deck of playing cards that sits inside of their pocket and they are always like shuffling it mr fives uh they are a gambler at heart uh okay. they they do always have a uh, a cigarette in in their mouth. What is this? What is their devil fruit power? As I'm, so as here's, I'm going through here's the this. deal. Uh, you don't know this, but Jem ate the Bomu Bomu no Mi, a paramecia type devil fruit that allows him to create strong explosions from any part of his body or even his entire body without harming himself, as well as okay. rendering him immune to all manner of explosions and explosion based attacks. So I'm erasing a little bit of the uh, suit jacket that I've drawn on, and uh-huh. there's just like explosion holes in it. Like it looks like he's been like a, this when a sim gets electrocuted. He can also bestow explosive properties to his bodily secretions, such as the snot from his nose. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm drawing a little gambit helmet on him because this is gambit now. <laughs> this is just gross gambit. But this rules. So you see. This is great because, like, with just that, like, par- that, like, paragraph of the, this is his shtick, and this is his vibe, and this is his power. You have like an idea for what the character looks like, and then you'd flash the picture of what he actually looks like, which is that guy, which is not what I was expecting. But that face, kind of like, that's kind of close. Mm-hmm. It's kind of what I had in my brain. That like attitude he's got, of, like the hmm. I fucking love it. All right. Uh, I'm going to read another one to you real quick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 
This character is a highly intelligent and cunning individual being able to become a master shipwright within a five-year period merely as a form of espionage and surveillance over his boss, Iceberg. (laughs) He's also skilled at developing or masquerading other personalities, ranging from fun-loving and almost childless to cool, er, childish, not childless, uh, to cold and ruthless. So, this guy's bald. He uh, has a barcode tattooed on the back of his head. Sure. (laughs) And he is wearing like the little one. He's dressed like Luffy in this. It's Agent 47, but he's dressed like Luffy. So he's got on the jean shorts and the red jacket and the big straw hat. All right. Well, then, uh, good. I'm glad that you have that in mind. Let me read you. Uh, When he returned to his home, this person ate the Ushi Ushi no Mi model giraffe. A Zoan class devil fruit given to him by his boss that allows him to transform into a giraffe human hybrid and a full giraffe. <laughs> so he's got spots, right? He's got those like big kind of like shapes on him, like gira- giraffes do. <laughs> and his suit jacket has those, or his, his his Luffy jacket has those on as well. <laughs> and when he turns into a human. A part human, part giraffe. This is the part where I draw a little selection around the head, and I would drag it upwards, and then do two long lines for the neck, a normally sized torso, but a huge fucking giraffe neck, and he has hooves. <laughs> yeah, so I've uploaded this photo. Uh, you ignored the fact that he's got a very long square nose. Uh, I don't know why you forgot to include that part. Um <laughs> But yeah, uh, when One Piece makes a character, they make a character, huh? They do. This is see, and this is great. This is you coming out of the Drawfee show, but also this might be a podcast where we just one of us is like, all right, yeah, here's the opening line of a character, and then the other one is like, all right, this is what I think they look like and are like. <laughs> Let me see. Actually, I wanna I wanna hit you with one. I wanna hit you with one really quick. Is that okay? Uh, are we, sure. we staying this joke? Is this this is funny to me? Yeah, hit me with another. Oh, do you mean another entry? No, I'm gonna hit you with one. Sure, hit me. All right. Slash is an experiment of stock gens that is free due to April O'Neil's diversion to grab their turtle tracker. <laughs> Slash was Raphael's pet, which uh drank from a canister of mutagen and transformed into a humongous being that turns out a lot different than Raph and his brothers. See, when you first started talking, I thought this was a person. Uh, I'm going to keep going with that. I think that this is Raphael's pet human um, who's a dude that he's kept on a leash and is very mad about it. Uh, He's got that top hat. He's got those... uh, you know, he's got that uh, the, the afro and the guitar that he doesn't get to play anymore. Um, but he's also got a big old, uh, I bet, I think, you know, people hear Slash, they think, uh, oh, he must be good at cutting things. I mm-hmm. think it's the opposite. I think he's got a big old scar. And they're just like, oh, you got slashed, yeah? And he's like, yeah, I'm not very good with a sword. <laughs> I, th- I think that's good. Let me hit you with this little addition thing down here. He's strong, merciless, and a bully. Inside, though, he has an honest heart and wouldn't harm an innocent human. And that goes back to my uh, being slashed, though. Uh, like, he's been <laughs> slashed. Um, he wouldn't hurt someone, so he's like, I'm not going to cut you. I just get cut. 
Um, yeah, I think I think I got a pretty good idea of where this guy is. I think he might wear cool sunglasses because he's a uh, Ninja Turtles care. Oh boy, this is uh, not what I expected. Um, yep, that's a big turtle. <laughs> this is a big turtle. Are you, so we have a real. Uh, this is a goofy Pluto situation where one of them is the same species as the other, uh, but yeah. the other one keeps them as a pet. He yeah, Raph had a pet turtle named Spike. This is Spike that I've posted. He's a little brown snapping turtle. And then mm-hmm. that Spike drank some mutagen and became a big guy. <laughs> and, okay. and uh then went by the name Slash. <laughs> okay. Well, we're only ten minutes in and we've already pivoted to you telling me more about Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. So I think I need to pull the ripcord and get us to a different topic. <laughs> yeah, that's Fair. I'll listen to One Piece, but no. <laughs> <laughs> our our friend Brad uh, uh, Rex writes in and says, "Before the grace of Pod go we." Riley, I think this is a prequel series to the podcast minds. <laughs> a prequel series? What? Do you remember before the podcast minds? Uh, vaguely, because it was uh. When did we st- we started this? It was in 2020, wasn't it? It was it's it was a quarantine thing though. We started doing slightly after we started streaming together. And now this mm-hmm. has outlived our stream because we were like we should stop playing BattleTech and play other games. <laughs> and right. We realized we just really like BattleTech and we just stopped playing games altogether. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, pretty much. So, <laughs> look, so the, it's been a weird, hard year. Uh, it has been. It's been as every tough. commercial that's come out for the past year and a half will tell you, it's mm-hmm. a bad year. Uh, but you should still buy products. Um, what? So, before the grace of Pod Go We, what's this the origin story of? Is this just us recreating that conversation we had at a pet store? I I think I maybe it I hate to do another documentary series, but the thing mm-hmm. is, I think that there's just so much space to do good documentary storytelling in in podcasting. I mean, podcasts, especially... podcasts lead themselves so perfectly to those uh, people decry them, but like the pointless quest stories mm-hmm. that works for podcasts in a way that like I don't think you could get it greenlit for a TV show, you know? Because of yeah. the overhead costs and everything that comes beyond that. Mm-hmm. But, like, I could sit there and I could email Sam and say, like, hey, would you be willing to sit down for an interview about what it was like to be in the <laughs> the, pet, the pet boutique when Riley and Andrew met for the first time? <laughs> <laughs> She'd say, I don't remember any of the conversation. I was too busy playing with the bird and the cat. <laughs> and I'd be like, damn it, another lead, go up empty. A dog came in at one point and my mind went blank. I would do a 30 minute episode on that, though, is the thing. <laughs> I and I think the prequel pod like documentary series, I think that works. I think that's a good good topic. But I want I want I want to st- stretch our muscles here. I want to not fall back on this. What is another option for before the grace of pod go we? Mm-hmm. And I think I think the answer is we need to go before the grace of pod. I think the year is two thousand and two. <laughs> we are before podcasts. Okay, and we we have isekai'd our way back in time <laughs> a mere fucking hmm. a, a mere twenty years, and what we decide to do with that 
is make podcasting go big, but with us. So this is us. We want to go back and we are going to start podcasts. Yes. Not a podcast, the entire concept. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. The good news is, I think that we don't... Hmm, here's the problem. We... Riley, I don't know if you know this. We have a meta podcast about podcasts, um, which mm-hmm. is super fun to explain to my family. Um, but also, <laughs> are we'll we go. funny without podcasts already existing? Yes. So, so here's, we're not going to take there, but for the grace of pod, go we. We're not going to take the podcast minds back. Right. I think, though, that is interesting because this mind. I run my hands over the walls, has seen a lot of use. Mm-hmm. But what if we went back to the mountain? What, we, what if we were here at the start? Maybe we do go back and we start a radio show called The Podcast Mine. And that's it. And See, we but just... then everyone would unironically say, what's a podcast? <laughs> but <laughs> that's fine. Because <laughs> we get to describe it. We, from that point on, people will call it podcast. We get to we get to be on the ground floor. We could change it to a Shermcast. But a I, I so here here's the thing, right? We live in a society right now that I think Word. is post podcast being the term discourse. Because there was a while where people were very upset with the word podcast. Because that I, only mattered if you were on an iPod, a technology that has not existed for a good Five years now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, we would be on the ground floor. We could avoid that whole conversation. Mm-hmm. I think, and see, I so we, we and we get to just say it because I don't think the iPod was out then either, right? The first two thousand two, I was nine, I believe. All right, so, so I, no, I don't think iPods existed. I think they came out a little bit later. Nope, nope, nope. The iPod Classic came out in 2001, October. And that's this fucker. I'm going to post a picture and you're going to be projected backwards in time. That was the big white guy, yeah. Look at that thing. Mm-hmm. It's so ugly. Um, God, I miss him, though. I miss I miss an iPod Touch. I do. And here's the thing. we get to, We can still call it podcast. But we can say I don't know what I don't know what an iPod is. I'm sorry, and Apple's not strong enough yet. We can beat Apple to the punch here, and so maybe the answer is uh, we go back one more year. Maybe we go back to 2001, and the only thing we change if we're is going we back start, to 2001, no, I'm going to no, change no. a couple other things, Riley. <laughs> no, we can't. We can't. We're here for podcasting, Andrew. Okay, podcasting is all that matters. You're right. Podcasting is all that matters. We go back to 2001. We have. Three years until Adam Curry and Dave Weiner are accredited with the invention of podcasting in 2004. So okay. we get in there, we make start making podcasts, and then like we have a we have like seven months to build enough of a following that when iPods come out, someone will be like, "Hey, there's already a pod thing." I got, I got, I've got bad news for you, Riley. Yeah, we don't know how to build an audience now. But that's we, we have Twitter, we have social media, we have the entire podcasting infrastructure, and we've got like 150 followers on Twitter. Mm-hmm. I don't know that we are able to, I'm worried about our ability to get the word out there. But I think that like with the knowledge we have, the modern knowledge, we can go back before anyone had any of that. 
I think yeah. we can hit the wave. We'll be before just, the wave for sure, but I think we can hit it. I think that we go back and I say, hi, I'm Andrew. I'm a bisexual dude. And you say, hi, I'm Riley. I use they, them pronouns. And they say, okay, we're not going to listen to you. We're too busy listening to our, I was about to say listening to our iPod, but it hasn't even existed right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're, they're too busy reeling in the oncoming terror that it, the, the oncoming storm that is the war on terror. Uh-huh. Um, yeah. They're too busy <laughs> prepping for it. They don't even realize. Andrew, maybe this didn't work. I have another suggestion. I think I think that that's I think that if we wanted to get in on the ground floor, that's what our podcast has to be about. And I'm not ready to live that life. I'm also not ready to live that life. God. So I got a different idea for a podcast. Yeah, hit me. Uh, our, we got this one in from Scott Paladin who says a series of horror podcasts disguised as 10 hours of thunderstorms to help you meditate or sleep type ambient noise recordings. We want to do this so bad. I know this about the two of us is that we, what we both want to do is make a thing, a slender man thing when nobody's expecting it. (laughs) (laughs) I, I want to do a slender man thing as a bit. Because I don't even I don't even care about Slenderman, and I don't think that I'm scared of Slenderman. And but why I do not? think that the idea of making a Slenderman thing is funny to me. Mm-hmm. And I think we could do it well because I think we both understand what make what what a good Slenderman story has and mm-hmm. how to make that work. And I think through the amount of shit that us two scaredy babies like understand about horror mm-hmm. and what scares us. I think we can tell a compelling, scary story. And so with that, this is great. I love the idea of just, like, you are listening to, a, like, the fucking, like, thunderstorm sounds or whatever the fuck. The white noise machine. And, like, you hear, like, the sound of a door creaking in the middle of it. And you're like, that, what? Nothing happens. An hour later... Like, step, step, step. What the fuck is that? <laughs> I'm just trying to listen to this white noise machine. Like, and then nothing else happens. That's that is it for the first episode. <laughs> See, I. Hmm. See, here, here's the deal. I think I like the idea, uh, but to spin it around with it, I think that what we do is, uh, I think that we just have. What is an actual like 10 hours of thunderstorm music to help you meditate or sleep? Mm-hmm. We have that audio up. Okay. And then what we do is that like six hours into it, we record a murder. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> we record a fight that ends up with someone dead. And then a I person need- <laughs> leaves. And that's the last we hear of it. And we get three more hours of meditating sleep thunderstorm sounds. I need to and know. And it gets uploaded as if we don't know that that's in it. Do we... A staged murder. <laughs> yes, of course. You just... I need you to understand. We record a murder. A no, fight that I, ends in someone dying. I'm sorry. We're in fiction mode right now. I'm not saying we actually <laughs> do this. I, I, but what if? But yeah, no. I like So we have a... I like this idea. Because I think that that then people will think it's an arc. People will try to follow, look for puzzles and clues, and they won't. There won't be any. It'll simply be a story that ends. We will not field questions about it. We will do nothing. It yeah, will just I, be like yeah, that's mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. 
we have a YouTube channel. It is just actually, you know what it is? We have a YouTube channel that are just a bunch of these 10 hours of videos. Uh, this is the only one that anything's fucked up about. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. The David Lynch voice, uh, that's the, the podcast is the talking. It, sure. That's, Do you not know what what yeah, I love this idea. I, I, and, you know, we'll never answer any questions. We'll never respond to any messages. There's no extra metagame. It is just uh, there's a thing. There's a scary thing that happens in the middle of it. We act like we don't even know. And then we move on with our lives. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's it. Just cult internet fiction. Bop, bop, bop. We done. We out. I love the idea of things on YouTube that look like they're one thing but are actually a different thing. Um, and so I, I like I like that existing. Um it's why I want to do a uh, I want to do a long form uh, anime. I, I want to do a long form long form anime. Um, what is it called? What's the word? I want to do a video essay uh, uh-huh. that's just like why don't people remember Bleach as fondly as they remember Naruto and One Piece? <laughs> and it's a thirty minute video, uh, and all the video is is that I start it up, I explain what Bleach is, and then I say, but here's why people don't remember it. Uh, and then I say, it's because Bleach isn't very good. <laughs> and then there's just roll. 30 minutes of outro credits. Fucking incredible work. Like, again, this is very funny. This is playing with the medium in ways that I enjoy. <laughs> I this That's that's what I would do. I don't want to do... I don't want to produce... Uh, I, I don't want to produce the... 10 hours of thunderstorms to help you meditate or sleep podcast. That is a cast of characters in a horror film where we talk people through and do the whole rigmarole of trying to come up with what horror is and recording mm-hmm. an audio fiction podcast. Cause mm-hmm. I can't listen to audio fiction podcasts. So mm-hmm. I just want to make a goof and leave it and then never think about it again. All right. All right. Andrew- we got to get out of this one. Uh, Riley, I got an idea here. This one comes at us from Blast Processing, uh, who mm-hmm. just bought an episode of the Podcast Nines for $69, which is Shout great the of fuck them. out. Uh, they have an idea here that is just podcast like Dora the Explorer. Podcast Dora the Explorer? So <laughs> we have to decide right now. Mm-hmm. Does the podcast go for 30 minutes and it's a full episode? Or does the podcast stop every time Dora asks the question to the camera? Shit. Uh- <laughs> does the podcast stop and do you know which way to go? And then we launch the episode and there's a poll after it. <laughs> See, and- okay, I will say this one ties in. What you're suggesting does tie into what uh, Sarah wrote in and asked us to do, but I didn't remember if we talked about it last time, which was a choose your own adventure podcast. So this is it. So (laughs) we'd have to call it something different because the choose your own adventure company has like ruthlessly tried to come down on anyone that tries to use the phrase choose your own adventure. Goddamn. Well, Dora the Explorer will probably come after us too. (laughs) Frankly, yeah. So we have our own spunky adventurer and they are out here doing their shit and they pause and turn to the camera Mm -hmm. and go what do you think should i go to the swamp or should i go to the mountains and then the podcast ends and it comes up with a boop boop and then we 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 do that now i know you just (coughs) said you didn't want to make audio fiction but this is genius this is children's Mm -hmm. podcasting and i think this is smart I do think that there is a space for children's podcasting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. 
I do think that we are, uh, there's so much that happens in the podcast medium. What we really need to do is start peddling to children as well. Um, they've had it too good too long with things like tablets and YouTube. Uh, they need to be dragged into the podcast muck earlier, as early as possible. So I think that if we did an education podcast. Now, the problem is that we do not have flashing lights and colors. No, 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 no. And that is an important thing. So it's a huge draw. There was a thing on TV when I was a kid. It was called Face. It's a character just named Face. It was just a color and a face on the TV. And I ate that shit up like it was nothing. <laughs> so well, how are we? So we, we really can only capture one of their senses. We can only capture their ears. And mm-hmm. I think we need to figure out what makes like audio like the most catchy and plugs into their brain. We have to find a way to get kids to close their eyes and think only about the sounds we are creating. So, yeah, what makes podcasts work? I think there's a bit of an intimacy. You know, it feels mm-hmm. like your friends are talking right into your ears. Mm-hmm. Um, here's the problem. Children have friends with everyone. They don't have mm-hmm. to use podcasts to pretend they have friends like the rest of us do. Um, and children don't have an interior life. They just yeah. exist. So that's two strikes against us. <laughs> they they only move. They they exist as they are. They do not have any interiority. You are correct. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, the, fuck. So I don't think. I don't think there's a way to do this. I legitimately do not think there's a way to capture kids' ears this way. I do want to think about what how we can make a kids' podcast work. Uh, and I think um, I did hear once an ad for what sounded like it had to have been the single most insufferable podcast of all time, which was the Ron Burgundy podcast. <sighs> um, I cannot imagine trying to listen to that show. And if I met anyone that said, oh, I listened to that. I love it. Uh, I would treat them worse than someone that said that they chose to listen to Joe Rogan. <laughs> I, think I, I do think that I think that's fair. This is a harsh podcast uh, take. There is there are worse things than Joe Rogan. That has to be one of them. Celebrity podcasting should be punishable by death. You are right. But for fake celebrities. For fake celebrity, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That being said, the SpongeBob SquarePants podcast. Ooh, the SpongeBob the the SpongePod SquareCast, the SpongePod SquareSpace. Mm, that's only if they pay us. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I do think we God between Nickelodeon and SquareSpace, we'd make it rich though. We, All we, we need would, is Tom Kenny to go a little bit, and we'd be good to go. We'd be fucking great. Is it what? What was his character's name in SpongeBob? Not SpongeBob. Stay with me. The live action fucker. I don't know. Do you know what I'm talking about? No, I don't know the live action character from Tom SpongeBob. Can I? There are a lot of people out there who do know the live action character from SpongeBob, and I'm gonna post a picture of him, and you're gonna be like, "Oh, the live action character." Was he the pirate? Yeah. Patchy the Pirate. Yeah, Patchy the Pirate. That's Tom Kenny. Okay. So Tom Kenny... <laughs> I saw a picture of so Patchy this the Pirate. Is, we're getting... You're just, okay, so this is a podcast where the pirate from Spongebob is explaining... Is, is doing shit. Yeah, Patchy's Spongebob Squarecast, where he talks about 
the SpongeBob episodes that happen. Or honestly, he'll be talking about the Patrick Star show that has just been announced. Yeah, so and- this is just turning into the Office Ladies podcast, except it is with SpongeBob's voice actor and then like mm-hmm. Sandy Cheeks' voice actress, and they'll invite on they- all the guests. It's all completely in character, is I think the thing that sets it apart, Andrew. Would a kid listen to that? I think like not like I think I think like a like a ten through thirteen year old. Uh, I think we could hit them mm, with that. I think I, we could. I think we're getting too heady again. I I think that there's a reason that podcasts for kids don't exist. All right, Andrew. I have another suggestion for you from uh again. Electric Gaunt just gave us a huge thread that I've been reading through, uh, and they're just all fucking oops, all bangers over here. Okay. Um, Andrew, this is a podcast title. Who's their counterpart? Okay, so we just have a list of folks, and you tell me the Sasuke, and I have to tell you who their who their Naruto is. Yeah, so let's start actually. Tom Kenny. Who's Tom their counterpart? Kenny, uh, voice of SpongeBob, who played a um, childish adult who got into wacky hijinks. Uh, his counterpart is Dante Basco, who played uh, Zuko in The Last Airbender, um, and is also a voice actor. I think that's the counterpart. Uh, they can <laughs> talk together about uh, their life as voice actors and how they compare voicing two entirely different characters as they work through uh, what it means to be an actor as a whole. Interesting. I like that. I like that. Hit, you hit me. Um... Your picture of Patchy the Pirate just came through. so uh, I, just, I just sent it. <laughs> oh, well, that explains it. I was <laughs> looking off to the side to think of a person and a giant pirate popped into my head. <laughs> I love this fucking guy. Um, you said name a person and my brain went yeah. entirely blank. Brain uh, went Billy blank. Eichner. Billy Eichner. Let me pull him up really quickly. just Because I, I know that name. I just need to like see him. Billy, uh, Billy on the street. He'll yell at you in the street. Ah, oh, this fucker. <laughs> Am I not the only person that does not like Billy on the street? I also don't like it because I just like, I don't want it. It's New York seems like a fucking nightmare to live in. Doesn't it? It's it just like a bunch of these fucks awful. running around yeah. trying to like make it in showbiz and being like, ah, time to do a prank on the street. This will be yeah. great on my TikTok. Maybe you'll get thing- picked up for half a season on a streaming service no one watches. The thing that's great about Chicago is that, like, people mind their fucking business. <laughs> Chicago <laughs> seems like it has the, like, that Midwest mentality of people give a shit. Like, people, people are nervous enough about who they are to, like, not step mm-hmm. out of line. My cousin once said New York is the city that never sleeps and Chicago goes to bed at like 2.30 a.m. Which is like... Yeah, the, I get The that. right get fucking that. time to go to sleep. Like, uh-huh, I like, feel that. I'm here to have a good time, but I also want to fucking... I have to work tomorrow, so... Right. Mm-hmm. I'm not going no, to fucking... Uh, Billy Eichner is a uh, counterpart is... Um, um, oh, fuck. No, I just had his name in my head. Uh, one second. Ben Schwartz. Oh, the nervous dude from uh, Parks and Rec? Yeah, the voice of Leonardo and the voice of Sonic the Hedgehog and the voice of Dewey Duck. The guy We're who voices of two small blue guys. We're thinking of two no, different no. people. He's no, from we Parks are. And Rec. I'm thinking of a different, different guy from Parks and Rec. I'm thinking of Adam Scott. But you're thinking of, yeah, Ben Schwartz. That's the person that you said. Mm-hmm. 
he is the counterpart to. Are they? They both really, seem like two like hyper aggressive, over the top, like energetic guys. They're definitely both hyper in. They're both like intense, but I think Billy Eichner is aggressive, whereas Bed Bed Shorts is like hyper positive or hyper like energetic in the way that like I enjoy, and not like hyper energetic in the way that like they'll pull my chair out from under me and throw a big pie in my face, then laugh and scream over me. <laughs> like, I. I feel like you've just invented a podcast. Uh, I guess uh, we've. I've, I'm shifting this into we take these two people together and then we figure out what their podcast sounds like. I we're we're finding co-hosts, not just counterparts. I oh. feel like I feel like we have made the most unnerving podcast for me to listen to of all time. Um, <laughs> I I, I feel like was... listening to this would shake me to my core. I thought this was a Shadow the Hedgehog, Sonic the Hedgehog scenario. I thought this was who is there like. The, the reverse, the mirror image, the dark reflection. See, that's what I was thinking, too. But then my brain was like, cool, what what show would they do? <laughs> I'm poisoned by doing this show. Um, <laughs> it's really done a fucking number on you. I'm going to give you one more uh, actor. And I I just because I think I think you have it in you. I think you okay. have the okay. you can, hit me, hit you me, can do me. this. All right. Um, My next person is uh, who's Seth Green's counterpart? Seth Green mm-hmm. uh, used to be in things. Now he's not. So we need someone that Joker from Mass Effect, uh, recent- Leonardo from Teenage yeah. Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> it's got to be someone that like recently returned to the limelight after being away for a while. Um, maybe did some stuff in the middle as they were doing that. But uh, someone that is like, I think Seth Green is known for doing like stoner comedies or like kind of a. a, a Mm-hmm. Not brainless comedies per se, but like uh, you're aiming at like high schoolers. You're not aiming for like the high seats, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I think we want someone that just returned and is doing like high seat stuff. Um, you know what? And while also looking kind of like them, I think that that is something that's important if we're going with this uh, Sonic the Hedgehog analogy you've put forward. Yes. Um, I think that Bo Burnham. Might be their counterpart. That's interesting. A Bo Burnham and Seth Green thing would be, I think, a very interesting look at comedy and, like, the toll it takes on people. And Mm -hmm. I think that would be a very good, like, fucking, a very good show. You get one person that, like, started on Buffy and then, like, started doing, like, teen comedy from there. Then another person that started on YouTube and then, like, from all I can tell, has slowly started just, like, has been sustaining a mental breakdown for the past 20 years because they started on YouTube. Um, I think that those two people could work together. Mm-hmm. It'd be fucking good. I, I like this. I like this a lot. This is a very good podcast here. I think so too. Um, but I am getting a lot of angst thinking about this. So <laughs> electric gaunt also writes in and uh, gives us the top, the uh, topic for a podcast. This is a write your wills for how you want to be forgotten digitally when you die with guests. Andrew. Hmm. How do you want people? What do you want to be the last thing someone hears before they forget about you on the Internet? Me telling them bleach is bad. Hi. Ho. Hi. Ho. Ha, 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 ha,
you going with a do a hi ho, I'll do a hi ho. It will keep going. We can yeah. This to the very end. Yeah. Um, and then we'll uh, we'll, we'll keep recording from here. Sound good? Yeah, that's what. Yeah, very fucking. Sometimes we just do this. Okay.